We aim to inspire mums to progress their Salesforce careers in the tech sector from starting out to climbing the career ladder. We provide top tips and insight on how to succeed in your career and overcome adversity that many women can face in the workplace. During Series 5, I'm talking to a range of inspirational people about how to develop your leadership skills and styles to help you thrive in your career. This week, I'm delighted to be joined by Sam Kelly, who is otherwise known as a tweeting goddess. Um, she's an award-winning Twitter expert, and I felt this topic was very important because um, many people joining the Salesforce Ohana use the Twitter platform to engage and support each other as a community. So for those of you who aren't yet on Twitter, today Sam will tell us how to get involved, why to get involved, and how to start building your profile and confidence within this social media space. So Sam, please do introduce yourself, and thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you for asking me. Um, I'm delighted to be here and I love talking about Twitter. <laughs> it's my favorite topic, which is kind of strange maybe, but it's changed my whole life. And as a mom of two girls myself, you know, I started a business 10 years ago and I really didn't know. Do you know what? I'm for, I'm 51 and I, I didn't grow up with Facebook. I didn't grow up with like mobile phones. So it was really important for me to learn all this stuff. So I hope I can inspire a few people listening today that, you know, it is possible, especially with a technophobe like me, to be able to learn these platforms and, and implement them, the, the tips as well. I started my business 10, uh, 11 years ago, actually. It was wow. a totally different business. <laughs> and it was called Funky Goddess. It was a gift box that you would give to your daughter when she got her first period. So that was my first ever business. So it happened because my own daughter, she was 11 and I was like, oh my God, the poor thing. So I ran over to the shop and I couldn't believe there were no starter sets. So that's really where my journey started right there in the supermarket aisle. I said, this is wrong. I'm going to do this. I had no money. I was on social welfare. My marriage had just broken up. My other daughter um, is hard of hearing, has two hearing aids, and she was about to start mainstream school. So I suppose a lot of moms will identify with the fact that, you know, when they do start school, it's like, well, what am I going to do now? And maybe I should get a job. And, maybe... and I didn't know what I was good at. I knew I was good at sales. I knew I was good at people and customer service in particular. Mm -hmm. uh, so I kind of didn't realize it, but I had all the skills to be a marketeer, really. So, yeah, that's where my journey started. And Twitter, now I have 66,000 followers. I've written two books about Twitter. Wow. I, I've done a TEDx talk. I've spoken all over the world about Twitter. So it's <laughs> funny, though, I, I, I chose that niche. It, well, it didn't really. It chose me. Like there are so many social media experts out there and marketeers, but there are not many Twitter experts. So the number one tip I can give today to take away would be become an expert in your niche or your biggest skill that you're the best at because then people will will know you for that skill so they'll say oh you need to talk to Mary she's really good at this or mm. you need to talk to Jane she's really good at that side of things so become that expert and become known as that expert I love that I love that so why Twitter Sam why did you enjoy Twitter over LinkedIn Facebook TikTok Instagram you know obviously people on these different platforms so what what do you love about Twitter well my sister put me on Twitter because I had no money, remember, when I started out. And my sister said, you're going to have to market the business. And so she built me a website and she said, you need to go on this Twitter. And I was like, Twitter, oh, my God, like I'd heard of it, but I didn't know anything about it. I barely had a Facebook profile myself. And um, so I just went on and I started um, when the kids went to bed at night, about half past nine, 
I just was a bit lonely. And so I started talking to people. I started finding people I admired. I wanted to learn as much as I could. And I wanted to be the best because I'm a bit competitive, <laughs> I'm a bit competitive. So I wanted to be the best. So I started following business leaders. I started following people I admired. And then I started talking to people. And when I started building relationships with these people, that's when it all kind of took off. And when I started telling stories about my product and I actually had a friend, I'll tell, I saw the power of Twitter because it was global as well. I started getting orders for the gift box from all over the world. Mm. And when I started um, telling stories, I had a friend, he was a widower and he had three young girls when, he, when his wife passed away. And he was a poet, so a beautiful writer. So I asked him, would he write a guest post about what it was like for him as a as a man, okay. you know, bringing up these three girls and when that awkward milestone came along. Yeah. And he wrote it beautifully. And I so I, when I put that out, the researcher from a top radio show here in Ireland saw it and asked, could um, they interview him? So number one, my business ended up on national radio. Amazing. Number two, my friend, who had a poetry book coming out, got an opportunity to talk and tell his story, but also got an opportunity to talk about what he did. Mm -hmm. And also the researcher was happy too, because mm -hmm. she had a brilliant topic that actually caused a lot of controversy. Like you mm -hmm. still, like mm -hmm. it's still a taboo topic. So that's when my star really started to rise because people wanted to interview me. I went on Dragon's Den, <laughs> which is here in Ireland, we have an Irish version. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I saw the power of Twitter and mm -hmm. the power of you know, journalists being on Twitter and that people were watching and you didn't necessarily know that they were watching. Um, and that's when I realized and I could see a lot of negativity and stuff as well. And I just stayed away from that. Mm -hmm. So I suppose um, when I went on Dragon's Den in particular, uh, if anyone doesn't know anyone outside the UK, it's kind of like Shark Tank. You know, there's investors, you pitch to the investors and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. The TV show. And when I was getting my makeup done by the makeup girl to go on the TV, a butterfly landed on the makeup girl's light. And myself and my dad used to watch Dragon's Den together all the time. <laughs> so when the butterfly landed, she went, oh, why is there a butterfly here in January? And I said, that's my dad, you know. Oh. So when I went up to the dragons to present my pitch, I was the girl who cried on Dragon's Den. Because one oh, of the dragons said, you've had, it, bumpy. <laughs> you've, you've had it, <laughs> thank you. You've had a tough year, haven't you? The dragon, the lady said, and I said, yeah. And you know, when someone goes, how are you really? You kind of, I just burst into tears. So I was the girl who cried a dragon's den and I was really worried. I was like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm an idiot. But you know what? Opposite happened on Twitter. People warmed to me. They saw the human behind the business. I got lots of empathy and I realized, hang on, this is a powerful platform because I had new connections. I had people buying the gift box. I had people, you know, asking about my my story. And, and I realized the power of human then as well and showing a little bit behind the scenes. Right. So they are all important things for Twitter. Mm, interesting. So you talk about building relationships. How do you start building relationships? Because you can follow somebody and you can choose to follow. But how do you start to sort of engage and build those relationships on Twitter? Do you know, it's so easy. People love how you make them feel if you make them feel good. Right. So if I see a journalist tweeting, um, oh, I'm looking for an expert, a psychologist or something. If I retweet that, they're going to go, oh, who's this lady who's retweeting me? And they're going to look at my bio. And if they like my bio, they're going to follow me. Okay. And they'll probably add me to a Twitter list as well for future articles they have. Okay. So if I find someone interesting, usually what I do is I'd follow them. I'd see what their last tweet was. And if it was something of value, 
like sharing knowledge or a tip, a business tip or something like that, or something really warm, mm -hmm. something that gives hope or inspires, I retweet it to my followers. Okay. And so that makes them feel good. Mm -hmm. It makes them feel special. And then usually they will follow you back. And so that's how I started. I started engaging. So engagement is key. Mm -hmm. And I think bigger brands, unfortunately, don't really do this enough. That's why the smaller or the, the, the smaller business or the person working in a company mm -hmm. can make the impact for the company. And that's the biggest tip I suppose I can give is if your company is putting up valuable content, retweet it, you know, and maybe engage with it or add something to it and say, this is one of the reasons I love working here. This is really powerful article. Check it out. Because trust me, the people who are doing the analytics on the account will see, well, our biggest fan or our biggest brand advocate is Mary. Mary's always helping us out. She's always helping <laughs> us. So it makes Mary look really good. Mm. You know? So that's just engage with these conversations. And when you build relationships, what I normally do is I take them offline to a virtual coffee or mm. to an email or I comment and say, well done on doing the marathon, you know, and they'd be like, oh, well, thanks very much. It makes them feel good. So that's how I build relationships. Mm, interesting. And if you're brand new to Twitter and Salesforce and you're thinking, well, what do I what do I tweet about? You know, what's going to be of interest for other people? Where would you recommend like a super mum start? I would recommend uh, showing the real stuff like, um, you know, just dropped off my daughter um, Oh, the joy of having a lunch break uh, where you can go outside and sit in the sunshine, you know, showing a day in the life of kind of thing really works well. But also, you know, let's say you're in sales. OK, let's say sales. You want to get new clients to use your platform. Mm -hmm. So what I would be doing is following all the business owners who need that platform and start engaging with them and not the company necessarily but the owner of the company, the decision maker, and they are on Twitter. I promise you they are on Twitter. So if you like, I'm always telling salespeople to, to get on Twitter, because if you build relationships, I've done it so many times, like needing life insurance. I knew which guy to go to straight away because he engages with me all the time and he does life insurance, you know? So, okay. I mean, it's about becoming that go-to expert that, you know, you know, uh, ways to manage your time find articles even if you haven't written them find articles about ways to manage your your your, your systems your your time uh, show you know examples of time management things that really work or you know a simple tip to help you you know prepare your meals for the week ahead for the children I mean mm. don't forget moms have businesses too so yeah. there are lots of decision makers like me someone like me who has a big women's network mm -hmm. you know if you put up something like three uh, easy breakfast prep tips for the busy female entrepreneur i'm going to retweet that because yeah. my network will enjoy it they'll get value from it but also it makes you look good because they would be like who's this girl mary in mm. salesforce can you send it's that like, to me i need to know that <laughs> yeah. who's this yeah exactly exact, see exactly yeah. so think about what you need in your life mm. what is it that makes you stop scrolling what is it that makes you go do you know what? That's really cool. I like that. Uh, what is it that you identify with and that resonates with you? Because trust me, it's going to resonate with other people as well, probably. Mm, interesting. And you go, you talked about standing out and sort of having your niche earlier. You know, again, how do you forge that? Because, you know, you can share what's going on in your life and whatever. But if people are like, oh, well, you know, 
okay, why would I be interested in that? You know, how do you start to kind of build your brand that people think, oh, this person is an influencer, like I should follow them? Well, I never thought of myself as an influencer, um, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, when anyone can be an influencer. If you have, if you add value and you have a story that resonates with someone else, you can influence that person. If you start doing amazing things, winning awards, writing that book, uh, doing that charity run, it doesn't matter. It's still going to make, there's a guy that runs a lot, uh, Brian, and I was watching him. I was going, God, I really wish I could do a 5K. I really want to do a 5K. He's always doing a 5K. Why can't I do a 5K? <laughs> and then one day I did a 5K and I actually You're tweeted welcome. him and I went, thank you so much for inspiring me. Oh. And he was like, did I? Did I inspire you? I said, yes, you did. And he goes, oh, oh my God, I didn't even know. And and wait me here, this, this is so funny. Then I put up a picture of my dad. My dad's passed away uh, over 10 years. And I put a picture up. So, you know, miss my dad, da, 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 da. Mm. Uh, but I didn't just put miss my dad. I put three things I, I got from my dad, you know, uh, kindness, uh, you know, all those kind of things. So I was adding value, not just putting up a picture of my dad. Mm-hmm. And turns out I'm related to him, the, the guy, Brian. We're, we're second cousins. Wow, he said, okay, is that no is that Tommy Kelly? I was like, oh, yeah. Wow. And he goes, <laughs> I'm your cousin (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so that is a true story so we've met since obviously but yes if you want to uh, find a niche whatever position you have in the company become the best at that so that people will know and and don't forget decision makers are on twitter and they will be watching you and they'll be seeing you know what we need to copy that the way she's doing that that's brilliant you know and become that person like I know a lady in recruitment and she stands out a mile away. She does videos explaining, you know, we have some positions available. You need this, this and this, you know, do reach out to me and let's have a chat. Mm-hmm. You know, make it make your bio approachable. Use a really good headshot. Mm-hmm. Go and get a professional headshot. Get a professional headshot photographer into the office. Take all your headshots. I recommend the one that did mine, John Murray. He's brilliant. But, <laughs> you know, get get that really good headshot because you want you want to look the part like if you look at my headshot I asked him I said I wanted to look like that mean business and I know my stuff but I also want to have that mischievous glint in my eye because I am a bit of a messer but I want that in there too so that people would be wouldn't be afraid to approach me or reach out to me and I think he captured it perfectly and that's what it's about it's about showing your personality showing that let's say I wanted a job in Salesforce tomorrow let's say Let's say I decided I want a job. I know who to reach out to. I know, look, could you tell me who the right person is? And that's all you want. You want you want to be approachable so that someone won't be afraid to reach out to you and ask you, look, you know, how do I go about this, this and this? And that's building relationships, being available. Mm, interesting. And so if you are posting on Twitter and, you know, it's interesting, like you look on the LinkedIn platform now and that's become a lot more personalized. Yes. And people are sharing their personal stories. Yes. You know, would you post the same thing on LinkedIn as you're posting on Twitter? You know, no. are you repeating yourself or is it different? Because you talked about Twitter being like the living room of LinkedIn. Like, how would you present yourself differently on those two platforms all the same? I'll give you a, an example. OK, so I followed a guy. He says he's a poet and loves Ireland. Right. Mm. Doesn't say what position he has at all. And several years ago, I started engaging with him. So Twitter's like LinkedIn's living room. You don't have to put your CV or, you know, your, your, your title. Like a lot of CEOs will have a husband of Mary and father of two boys, Marathon or whatever, you know. So 
the thing about Twitter is it is relaxed. You don't have to put exactly what you do. You can say head of whatever so that people will be able to reach out to you. But the thing about Twitter is it is more laid back. It is LinkedIn's living room. And this gentleman, Peter, I you know, was chatting to him on Twitter. He once came to one of my events. I didn't even know he was there. Next thing I was in his office uh, getting a sponsorship from my conference, wow. you know, because it turned out he had a really, really high up position in mm -hmm. somewhere where I needed sponsorship. So you just don't know what these people actually do that are on Twitter because it might not say it in their bios. Mm -hmm. So it's just really it's just really important to to think of it as LinkedIn's living room because that's more showing more the human side. It's showing more like you think LinkedIn's human now, like Twitter was always kind of like that. And Twitter is all about conversations and the Twitter community. We're very proud of the fact we're on Twitter. It's so funny because I know a lot of people put up, um, uh, oh, I just posted a photo on Facebook or go to my Facebook page. No, no, I'm not. We're very snobby. I'm not going to Facebook. No, <laughs> we love Twitter. We love like people on Twitter love Twitter. OK, so it's kind of like a whole community and there are wonderful hashtags, Twitter chats you can take part in. There are people there. There are so many good people. You see, I think there's a big fear around Twitter because people hear about the negative stuff on the news. Oh, this tweet by X. I mean, they're only going to show the negative stuff. They're not going to show the positive stuff that's yeah. happening there. I've seen people, their whole lives have changed. My life, was, my whole life has changed from it. It's given me opportunities I never dreamed of. I ended up engaging with Alison. She used to be Nellie Olson on Little House in the Prairie. Okay. And she, she started engaging with me. And then I reached out to her and asked, would she speak at my conference? And she spoke at my conference. And I ended up doing a one hour Twitter lesson with her as well. You know, so, I mean, I could, I could just message her today and have a chat with her and get on a video call with her. And this mm -hmm. is someone that I loved in my childhood. So you have that, you know, and also if I wanted to connect you today with someone, let's say you say, look, I'd really like to interview Gavin Duffy, let's say. And I'd say, okay, sure. What I do is I'd say, Heather, meet Gavin. That's it. And you're connected. Mm -hmm. And he'll either follow you or he won't or vice versa. I don't have to do a big, long introductory email. So that's mm -hmm. the joy of Twitter as well. Mm, interesting so one of the things I guess you know as a mum as well you kind of going oh it's another platform yeah how much time do I need to spend on it you know what makes uh what's the length of time that you'd recommend for people who want to really embrace Twitter and make it work for them is it going to take over their life or can you sort of manage it with a few tweets a day well the thing is first of all you need you need to think the platform you're going to spend time on why are you there like you need to are your audience there are there mums on Twitter? Yes, tick. Are there mums aged 35 to 55 on Twitter? Tick. Are there, mom, are there like the highest growing demographic on Twitter are the over 55s? So okay. that's grandmothers, mm, okay? But the grandmothers might tell their daughters about mm. what's going on if they see what's going on. And I've had that before. I had a that's call once with a guy in Twitter and he said, oh yeah, I know, I know you. My dad talks about you all the time. I'm like, your dad? I said, who's your dad? And, she, and I looked at his profile. It was like a guy that likes GAA in County Cork. Mm -hmm. I had no idea his son was very high up in Twitter, but mm -hmm. he's been telling him about me. And there you go. You see, you just don't know who's watching. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, first of all, decide, are your audience there? Do you need to be on Twitter? Maybe you don't. But if you want to get in front of moms, communities, authors, decision makers, journalists, uh, you need to get on Twitter. Mm. And I think because it's such a big platform for the Salesforce community, I think it's about building relationships and, you know, being feeling part of that community, which is why people in our, you know, 
supermums community would probably get more involved in that. It is huge. It's around a peer support network, really. It's huge. And you can have Twitter spaces, which is like social audio. So it's on your phone. You can actually join in Twitter spaces, which is we can have a conversation with lots of other people in one room. So you could create a super mums Twitter space. You know, also you have the MVPs on Twitter as well. Like, I hope everyone's following all of those, because even if you start following these people and retweeting their tweets, you could make a Twitter list. So Twitter lists are really powerful. If you don't really want to be on Twitter, but you just want to follow the people in Salesforce, create a Twitter list. So you just find the person, add them to a Twitter list, and then just go into that Twitter list every day, do your tweet, but engage with two people on that Twitter list every day. Mm. That's all you need to do even. But you that. will get sucked into Twitter, you will. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for how much time will it take really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's 15 minutes a day, check your notifications, see is there anyone you need to engage with. Um, if it's a company, you need to be there a lot more. I would do five tweets a day for my clients. Like, let's say I was going to run the Super Mums account, let's say I would be doing five tweets a day. I would be engaging. I'd be following the people I know would be interested in this. Mm -hmm. I would be engaging with the followers. And that's really important. Like my my community, I go in and I engage with my members of my Women's Inspire Network. We retweet them every day. We comment because it makes them feel, okay. I'm not on my own. Okay, someone's watching me, you know, so it's very important. Yeah, no, absolutely. It makes sense. I love that. And you mentioned hashtags. Um, so I can imagine there's quite a few hashtags around the Salesforce space. It's something that we will put in the accompanying blog with this as well. But where would somebody go to sort of find out which hashtags are being used or kind of build up that list of things to monitor? Well, actually, um, depending on the audience, like there are different hashtags, like there's a tech uh, women in tech hashtag. There's, I think there's a women in Salesforce hashtag, actually. Like there's all different hashtags. It's just a matter of finding them and then using those hashtags, the community hashtags. Like we use, um, we have a hashtag uh, women's inspire. There's a hashtag Belfast hour, which is Mm -hmm. on a Thursday. That's a Twitter chat. And that's a really good Twitter chat for business and small business owners. So if you want to get in front of small business owners, it was actually a client of mine, a solicitor's practice in Belfast. They wanted to connect with small business owners and charities and they didn't know how to go about it. They wanted to be kind of cool. So I said, well, why don't you create a Twitter community around Belfast and call it Belfast Hour and do it every week? And then all now it's still going seven years later, all the businesses in Belfast and the surrounding areas. And even myself, I pop in every now and then mm-hmm. they chat and they just tell each other about what's going on in their business. And now they have meetups once a year. They have an annual kind of conference. So fantastic. That's what I did with Women's Inspire. We just started on Twitter and then it turned into a community and now it's a subscription model. And now we do webinars. We have a private Facebook group. We have a conference on the 5th of October. So it's magical what you can achieve once you add value, inspire, uh, give hope. Like I know for me as a lone parent starting a business, I didn't, I want to be the woman that I needed to meet when I started my business. So I want to be that woman now that people will feel, I really want to start a business, but I don't know where to start, that they can reach out to me and then they can join the network and then they can learn all the things that I need to learn. So they're skipping all the crap and all the mistakes I made, you know, and that's important to me. Exactly. I echo that so much. That's exactly what I want to do with Supermums as well, right? You know, you kind of learn all this stuff and you're like, actually, you can do this much quicker if you take yeah. the steps. 
So this has yeah. been fantastic today. Thank you, Sam. Like, you know, getting our community on Twitter and them knowing how to embrace it. I, for all those listeners, follow Sam. She obviously knows hey. what she's doing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> follow please. her lead, right? So go find Sam yeah. Kelly. Sam, what's your what's your Twitter URL? It's at Tweeting Goddess. Tweeting Goddess, awesome. My Twitter handle. Yeah, Twitter handle. I need to use the right terminology. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm committed to, I need to be on Twitter more. Um, but oh, yeah. So well there. We need you over there anyway, because you're putting up <laughs> great stuff on LinkedIn and oh, people on Twitter would really appreciate the stuff that you're putting on LinkedIn. I know. Well, it's our mission. We have a new global community manager um, in Supermum. So we are definitely building our, our community presence and doing more on Twitter and everything is going to be part Brilliant. of the parcel this year. So, um, yeah, it's, it's great. You know, I can see from everything you've said, you know, the reasons why people in the Salesforce Ohana really value Twitter as a different platform mm. of dialogue and engagement um, from what every, you know, everything you've said. So I think it's just, you know, people find their space right and they focus on the things they love. But I love the personal story you told about as a mum, being a single mum, having to connect with people and build those relationships, how it's built your confidence and everything. I mean, that's everything <gasps> that I want our audience to hear, yeah. right? So. You know, we, and we need to help each other. You know, like it's like if I see your post, I'll share a post if I think it's going to give value to my community and it's vice versa. Then, you know, maybe you could retweet my conference or share my conference. You know, it's about helping each other so that the younger generation see us doing this. Stuff. It's like, hang on. She had a baby. She's able to have a business. You know, maybe I can do the same, you know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you so much, Sam, for joining the show today. You're welcome. My pleasure. Um, and for those of you that like the show today, please do rate and review us on iTunes. Um, we'd love to hear what you think. And you can reach out to us at supermums.org um, if you'd like to find out more about Supermums and what we do. And um, we hope to hear from you soon and check in on the next podcast show. Thanks very much, everyone. Take care.